Hi, this is Joan as Policewoman. To celebrate the release of Joanthology, I've made a series of podcasts with my friend, Vanessa. Vanessa, hi. Hi, Joan. What's up? <laughs> Who I've been working with since my first record. In each of the podcasts, I will be discussing a specific record or records. Today's podcast is about damned devotion. Damn Devotion. Joan. Damn Devotion. Yeah, so this record, uh, yeah, a lot of people did talk about how it's similar to real life um, and also to to survive. I I can see that. Uh, The songs are sort of more spare and pretty heavy, meaning some, some pretty sort of dark stuff. But this record for me was... For the most part, I wrote it in the middle of the night and worked on it in the middle of the night, making the the record Let It Be You with Ben. Um, we both learned a lot about, um, we just did a lot of experimenting with studio techniques and just manipulating sounds on the computer. And so I use, I took a lot of that into this record and I used, I did a lot of drum programming on, on this record, which is something I had not done on any other record. I started most of the songs at my home studio and then brought them into the studio and put stuff on top of them, which is a, a totally different way from any other record of, of making records for me. Again, it like allowed me to reflect and, and you know, really work on the, the, what I was doing at home to a point where I was comfortable bringing it in and having people play over it. It also, a lot of the vocals are really sung really quietly into the microphone. And that is mostly because I was singing late at night in my, at my home studio. Uh, and I can't sing loud. Um, although I really like the sound of that in general. And that's another good thing about being able to record in an environment I'm comfortable in. There's no nerves about pushing your voice. Oh, I have to make it sound like this. It's like, no, just sing it. You're not thinking about anything but but the song. There's also 12 songs on it. I recorded 12 songs. Normally, I would have made it into a 10-song record, and I couldn't imagine not having any of the songs on it. But all of the songs are very short. The longest song is still under five minutes. So with 12 songs, it's still a, um, a compact record. Three of the songs started in my practice space that I mentioned before um, with Parker and I just jamming, me playing bass and playing drums, and then me taking the recordings and chopping them up and making songs from them. This record was very, for me, experimental in the way that I, I made it. Um, I didn't write the song from the beginning on on the piano and then take it into the studio with the musicians. It, there was a lot of different ways that I wrote songs on this on this on this album. As well, um, since the last album, both of my fathers passed away, and there is actually a song about my father that I grew up with um, called "What Was It Like." The end of that is "What Was It Like to Be You." And I put a quote of his in the song, so I would never forget. 
Steed Silence and Talk About It Later all started in just Parker and I jamming. Uh, so and so a lot of it comes from, you know, the his incredible drumming. Maybe talk about the silence. I wrote the silence and then it sort of began to really fit the time that we entered um, with our current unmentionable administration. Uh, and uh, I, I, I took, um, again, field recording at the Women's March um, shortly after uh, the inauguration and uh and i put it I, I put it into the song the sort of classic uh, my body my choice her body her choice um chant that is in there from the march it's you know pretty much about being loud and vocal about what you need to say because these days ev- people are just getting trampled on and there's not much um justice uh, going on, and that needs to obviously um, be attended to. <laughs> Attention. I do feel like Valid Jagger is one of the stronger songs on the record. I wrote the chorus as I was riding my bicycle around Brooklyn really late at night. It was incredibly hot in the summer at night and I was riding around and I started singing the sing don't lie to me. And I, I just kept riding around until I finished the words to the chorus and then I went to a piano and I harmonized it uh, and that's how that song came to be you know and I mean often I, I put drums on the song because I needed drums on the song to finish the song so I, I sometimes I didn't expect the drums that I put on there to stay on but then I became attached to them and when I would play the track to to Parker, he would say, no, those drums need need to stay. I'll play over them. Uh, so often it's my programming and then Parker's live drumming. Uh, on on many of these tracks, that's, that is what, what's going on. Sing, don't lie to me. Run, don't walk to me. Bring your love to me. Try this another way.
What about the imagery for the album, for the sleeve? Yeah, I did that photo with my friend David Fitchin, who's a great photographer. Everything's in shadow, minus a couple of details. And that's, you know, that's what we went for um, with that photo. I mean, really, most of the record was done at between midnight and 6 a.m. I sometimes wonder how, because of your catalogue, it's so broad and there's so much to it now. How do you fit in this kind of a mood with perhaps songs from the classic and stuff, which are entirely different? You know, this 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 record, I, I went, I had an incredible, incredible band, Parker, and then a bass player named Jacob Silver, who's just an absolute star, and um, Eric Lane, who plays a thousand keyboards again at once, who I've toured with for a number of years, who's incredible, and then everyone's singing. So I have all these... I have a lot of elements to work with. And whenever we're going to do an old song, we make a new arrangement of it to fit the feeling of the record that's out now, uh, which is really fun for us too. I mean, that's so fun. It's one of one of my favorite things to do, to make a new arrangement of an, of an old song because uh, then you just find new pieces in it. You write new backup vocals or you put this uh hook actually in another instrument or you know it's just you know it's it's what makes music really fun do you want to talk about specific songs on this record i mean we led in the uk at least with warning bell yeah warning bell was the only song that was not written for this record i wrote it a while ago and i was waiting for the right place for it and this was the right record for it uh it really suited this record even in the I do feel like this this record is the culmination of what I've learned um, over time. Uh, I did a lot of manipulating sounds on my own uh, because I wasn't paying for studio time because I was at my home studio. I could spend, you know, three days tweaking one Mellotron horn, you know, um, which 
unfortunately I would do. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, in doing that, I mean, I learned so much about where it should go, how, you know, what sort of sonic space it can fit in, where it doesn't fit in. It is like painting when you're adding um, the, uh, the other sounds. Uh, what kind of light do you want to add here? Or what kind of like sort of aggressive element do you need to balance out the softness of it? So I, I just had for, I had unlimited time to do that, which, uh, you know, uh, depending on my mental health was good or bad, you know, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go for good because the record is finished and I'm, I'm still alive. Yeah. So, I mean, I did, I did a lot of that, which, which is a result of years of being in studios doing that with engineers, you know, uh, uh, and then I was just like doing it at home in a, in a more, definitely in a more lo-fi way. But if ever I couldn't get it to a place that I wanted to, then that would be part of what I would do with the studio when I would bring it in. And I'd say, I need you to put this through this amazing, a trillion dollar compressor that I uh, don't own myself or whatever, you know? So it feels like it has a lot of pieces from all the records I made in one, in one record yeah you're gonna have to choose a track from down devotion how about steed steed is just a straight up like raunchy sex song that i wrote for jean Genet. parker and i made that groove and then i started adding to it and it just was like it just reminded me of like the dance clubs from like the early 90s that were really dirty and um you know can't lie i kind of love that vibe we could use a little bit more of it in Brooklyn right now.
listening to this episode of the Jonethology podcast. Make sure you check out the other episodes available. My upcoming record, also called Jonethology, will be released on the 24th of May on Play It Again Sam.